3: programs and welcome back to the nerd cave retro show my name is jason robbins and i'm derek diamond and we have returning guest uh podcaster uh wrestler uh internet personality mr joey image
1: Ow!
3: <laughs> good evening Actually, good evening i
1: don't think i'm returning to this show though right or no yeah you've been i don't uh... remember if i
3: oh i have yeah, I know. I've been on like all your other guys' yeah. shows. I just don't remember this. One. <laughs> it starts to, uh, to all bleed together after a while. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I can't tell you. I still to this day when I'm uh, when starting this show, I have to consciously make sure I don't say pop culture palette because I want to every time.
2: <laughs> it's tough to break that habit. <clears throat>
3: so, uh, so what it's you cool fellas? It's cool to be here. This is very cool. What you fellas been up to this week? We'll start with our guest, Mr. Image. How you been?
1: Oh, not bad, man. Not bad. I don't. When was the last time I was on this show?
3: Whew. uh I have to look back through the I think, archives. Yeah, I gotta
1: say, 2017, I think. Right? Oh yeah. Stand by. I'll I'll,
3: a... I'll take a look. Been at least a year, I would say. Uh, not that far. I so, said. Didn't it say on the uh, the Google Doc like July or something like that? I don't remember.
1: Yeah, but I can't get back to that because now I'm at the current date. So now the date is updated. <laughs> oh you no, know, July. Oh yeah. No, it doesn't say it anymore. Ah. Uh... <laughs> But anyway, uh, it's been a while, and it's cool to be back. And I love talking about retro games, especially uh, the one that I was streaming
3: earlier. Yeah, we uh, we saved this one for you. So I, I went and when I asked you about, it, I was like, we "We're gonna talking about doing this game." And, and um, I think it was Derek that was like, "Doesn't Joey like Rygar?" I was like,
2: "Yeah, yeah," because yeah, <laughs> we we had mentioned it when Joey was on my show. We were talking about retro gaming, like at the end of the interview, and he had yeah. brought up the game Rygar, and I had never heard of it. So I I actually I I will say I did play it earlier today, so I'll have some uh, some stuff to throw in for the review. Was that the first time you played it? Was today? Yes. Oh, great, great, great! I
1: I got to hear your uh when you get to it. So yeah, yeah.
3: Did you play the NES version or did you play the arcade version? Because on the uh, the virtual console is the arcade version.
2: I played the NES version. Okay. All right. Yeah, I I downloaded. I didn't even think to look on the virtual console. I just downloaded an emulator and played it for a for a pretty decent amount this afternoon.
3: Cool. Uh, actually, so. speaking of emulators, I, I almost bought today. There's this thing. Uh, what's it called? I saw it in Walmart today, <laughs> and um, it actually hooks up to. It's a Super Nintendo controller, and it hooks up to, uh, of course, the the Super NES. But it also has a little dongle on it. That you can hook it up to PC, and I'm trying to remember the oh, name cool. of it right now. But uh, the the Edge Super Gamepad. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of, heard of it. Uh, I was like 15 Edge bucks Super
2: Gamepad.
1: Yeah, yeah, it sounds cool. Although I've never heard of it, but it and, sounds. Um, I cool. looked it up
3: to see if it would work with Mac, but it, I couldn't find anything to where it would act, where it would. So I I didn't get it. I'm gonna do a little more research before I pick one up. Cause that'd be really good to use for, as far as an emulator goes. Cause it's it's pretty much just a uh, <clears throat> it's an old Super Nintendo controller, but it's got a, like a lot of little switches up at the top for like turbo and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. So if you get a chance, Is there,
1: are, to... there, uh, are there are uh, there retro emulators for Mac or no?
3: I don't think so. I, um, oh, because I have too... right now, I have a thumb drive with every single Super Nintendo and Nintendo game ever made.
2: But I have nothing to play them yeah. on. I don't have a PC, so yeah, yeah. You would think by now they would have made some type of emulator for Rams. Yeah, or I've for Max. I've been right. looking
3: into getting a, a PC laptop, so just so I can game better. Oh yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. You some old junky thing or whatever. Yeah, So yeah. I'm I may actually be able to send you something. Well, I will we'll talk about that again. Okay,
3: sounds good to me. Free free computer, be nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a, I have
1: a stack of 18 laptops sitting behind me that some of them are missing stuff. I just got to put stuff together and I have oh, another one cool. on the way from a from a Facebook friend, so sweet. I yeah, my 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 girl's like, "Hey, can we get rid of these 18 laptops sometime?" <laughs> I'm like, "What? We can't get rid of them. They're laptops."
3: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they
1: work and none of them work. I mean, you know, like I said they're all missing stuff. I have to mix and match and put stuff together, but she's just like uh, she you know, she's right. I mean, I haven't they've been here over a year now. I haven't touched them yet. I just yeah. brought them home from work one day and they've been sitting there. So <laughs> Maybe to have something to do with one of them would be great.
3: Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> so, so what about you, Derek? Great. What you been up to this week?
2: Uh, well, it's been, for the most part, relatively uneventful. I did have an a eventful day. Uh, I ran my first ever 15K. I saw that. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, it was, um, for those who don't know, 15K is just under nine and a half miles. Ooh. Um I wasn't 100% sure if I was going to do it or not, but I told myself if I can run up to six miles on Thursday, I'm going to do it. So I ran six miles on Thursday. I said, well, I guess I'm going to do it. (laughs) So uh, it was very cold, uh, as inconsistent as Florida weather is. Uh, It was cold today. supposed to be like 70 and rainy tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Um, Other than that, you know, just – ran a lot of errands today getting ready for uh, a super bowl party i'm throwing tomorrow so uh getting all that stuff together and just learning that people in general are stupid <laughs> dude i wrote <laughs> they're very i stupid. wrote
3: a five minute stand-up set about stupid people that killed the other night when i did stand up for the first time so you're uh, you're talking sweet i think i was very happy to see that by the way yeah that's
2: awesome because I remember you saying that you were kind of on the fence about doing it, so okay. I'm, I'm glad you did.
3: Well, I got so addicted to it that I, I started to research <clears throat> online where I could do uh, open mic nights and stuff, and I found there's a place in Pensacola, uh, Mobile, Hattiesburg, and uh, New Orleans, which is all within like a two-hour radius of me. So uh, I'm going to start <clears throat> dragging Mr. Mister Wally Phelps with me to some uh, open mic nights and start doing some
2: comedy. Nice,
3: so
1: That's, that's cool. Fun. Yeah. yeah, if you
2: guys come to Pensacola, let me know and I'll come oh, watch.
3: Oh, I will. You tr- you,
2: well, once I once will.
1: you get big, let
3: me know. There's a couple of comedy clubs up here that are awesome. Dude, I might do that when I come up there in <laughs> April. Oh,
1: that would be cool. Oh, you can. I, you... I would
3: totally take it to some open mics, man. That uh, would be cool. I'll make you get up there with me.
1: Yeah, that's the only thing I'm afraid of. <laughs> I haven't gone any yet. I have stuff written. It just, it's just like I, I feel stupid saying this, but I can't get up. I, I like I have like the nerve thing about getting up in front of a crowd of people and talking. Although I've been doing it for now 18 years in wrestling, mm-hmm. but it's not the same thing, yeah. man. It's like, it's not, you know, like I have to get a good reaction doing stand up. But if I'm doing, if I'm, if I'm talking, if I'm doing a wrestling promo and the crowd, you know, I'm supposed to be doing good and the crowds are booing me, then I just turn to a bad guy right on the spot. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> and then everything's fine. Well, hell, like I it's mean, literally that easy. But I, like with, well, I guess.
3: I guess you could do that with comedy, but it probably wouldn't work out well. I mean, hell, I played drums for 20 (laughs) 20 years, and I I played shows in front of literally 20,000 people before. And that's a lot easier than getting up in front of a room. At the bar the other night, there was probably maybe 30 40 people there and like you're up on stage and you just you see everybody's face just like looking at yeah. you just, just, that, yeah. that's a
2: lot for a first time <laughs> I a little, got nervous <laughs> here little more intimidating it's like yeah make, i've got make make friends me laugh that are, uh, funny
3: boy <laughs> i've got friends that
1: are kind of well-known comics that are like dude we'll give you i'll give you five minutes uh i'll give you five minutes before my set I'm like i can't like like guys like Rev Bob Levy and like even Artie Lang is like, oh yeah, come come in with Levy. We'll give you five minutes. I'm like, dude, that's like starting at the top. I can't do that. Like, I need to, you know, I need to get my, I need to grow my, my, I need to grow a
3: set starting from the bottom first. Yeah. So that's how my week has been. (laughs) I did some stand up for the first time. And uh actually the other night. Wait, I was bought... that recorded at all or no? No, I wish I would have gotten given Wally my phone. I know, man. but dude, yeah. I was so nervous. It like didn't even like <laughs> register with me to like give Wally my phone and be like, dude, just tape it. And when I got yeah, off loot, yeah. I was up there. He said I was up there for exactly <laughs> five minutes. Because I wrote five pages worth of material. And um I got off the stage and literally it felt like it was like that. I don't remember hardly any of it. It went by so fast. You do it for us right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is on video. It's on audio. It's live. Yeah. yeah no. no think of how many happened? people
1: are watching this. It's probably three or four million.
3: I don't think anybody wants to hear me tell jokes on <laughs> here about, uh, about, um, let's see, I got a whole bit about uh, warning labels, and apparently somebody stuck a uh, curling iron in their ass because there's a warning label on it that says, do nope. not use internally.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, yeah, I got a whole, like, two minutes out of that. <laughs> Sorry, <That's> Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I actually um, I got Blaster Master Zero on the Switch, Excellent. Mm-hmm. I've been playing it the is last that two nights. Be, is that
1: like a version of the original NES? Yeah, or, apparently
3: uh, what they did was they went back and they took, yeah, they took the original ROM of the NES version and they basically just updated it. Uh, it's sort of like playing a 16-bit version of Blaster Master. and uh, It's basically the same game, but they've got a lot more like power-ups, a few extra levels in there. Um, but yeah. the greatest thing about it is there's a save oh the save uh, is so that's nice. the best thing about emulators you can <laughs> yeah. save now it's yeah. great that's one of my biggest gripes about rygar tonight but we'll get to that later can <laughs> somebody
1: can <laughs> somebody watching this please make a switch emulator so I so i don't have to pay the 300 bucks yeah i dude. just want to play blaster master and breath of the wild and, dude, and maybe mario
3: odyssey switch is so worth it dude i'm telling but, you yeah
1: i don't know I'm, I'm i played like four minutes of like mario odyssey at walmart last week and uh I played like two or three minutes and then I gave the thing to my girl. They had the display one, and uh, my girl put the controller down. She's like, "Well, I'm oddly interested now." Like <laughs> we just didn't care up until that. Like you know, like she has a Wii. She hasn't used it in years. My my nephew, uh, my nephew when he turned nine, my sister got him a uh, a Wii U for his birthday and uh he played the crap out of that and like i played it and i just didn't really care yeah so i'm like you know i can't just i can't see the switch being so great and then it's like i said five minutes of Odyssey. i'm like wow this is cool it reminded me of like the 3d like super mario 64 almost
3: it's Mm -hmm. the best uh piece of hardware i've bought in Mm -hmm. five years probably oh
2: man yeah, it's the best <laughs> Nintendo console in a long, long time. I'm gonna have am I'm, I'm gonna have Joey ordering one on Amazon by the end of the show <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> the live.
1: Hey, I'm getting my tax return next week or the week after. We're so. doing it live.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but oh, let's fine. go ahead and it live. Uh, let's move in the news. We got a lot of news stories this week. So our first th- first two stories kind of go together earlier this week. This is from Polygon.com. Uh the longest standing video game record declared impossible and thrown out after 35 years. And he's also been banned from uh from the leaderboards going forward. Uh Twin Galaxies, if you never heard of them, they've been the uh the kind of the record holder keepers of the last 30. Five years or so. Um, uh, the video game record keeper, keeper an official source for the Guinness World Records, has declared one of the oldest gaming world's records invalid after 35 years. Player Todd Rogers has been stripped of his world record for finishing the simple Atari 2600 racing game Dragster after months of deba- debate over his completion time. Uh, based on the complete body of evidence presented in this official dispute thread, Twin Galaxies uh, administrative staff has unanimously decided to remove all of his scores, as well as ban him from participating in our competitive leaderboards. Um, and Basically, what he was saying is he ran it in a time of 5.51 seconds. But they've been using um, some sort of... Uh, I forgot what it's called. they some uh some sort of program that runs all the different scenarios for video games and stuff and basically that is impossible like the the basically this program says that it's absolutely impossible for him to have the score and plus originally you know back in the day the 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 way they submitted these records was um <clears throat> through like polaroids and stuff and and apparently the polaroid was smudged where the one is. Um, so I think the the fastest you could actually do it was something like 5.57 seconds. So um, if he's lying, then you know they actually went through and they started to strip all of his other stuff too. And I don't know if that's in this article. I didn't read that far ahead. Uh, it says, um, multiple witnesses and otherwise for the particular record, based on the code of the game... They don't see how it's possible to hit 5.54, let alone 5.51. And then I heard an update where they started going through, and like um, some of his records were more than 10 times the score of like the second place person. Like uh, I think he was like Millipede or Centipede. He had like 15 million, and like second place had like, you know, 800,000 or something like that. So they're going back through. And they're taking this dude's records away. Um, but yeah, and on that note, uh, there's another one that, and I actually said this, I was like, I wonder how many of these record holders are going to get, they're going to start looking at these old records. And of course, I see this pops up yesterday uh, on venturebeat.com. King of Kong star Billy Mitchell lied, claims Donkey Kong world record analysis. Uh, Donkey Kong site has removed three high scores from arcade legend Billy Mitchell after an analysis revealed he likely misled the community about playing on real arcade hardware and that he instead submitted emulator gameplay. Uh, he previously held the number 20 score on Donkey Kong with 1.062 million points, right behind his longtime rival Steve Wiebe's 1.064 million Uh, Professional gamer and hot sauce magnate now has the number 47 score with his 933,900 result he played in public on an arcade machine in 2004. So I'm wondering really, you know, because like the whole Twin Galaxies thing and all that, it was kind of a, you know, like... Being able to submit for these records back then was a little bit suspect it was a lot of you know well, I got this score and here's you know here's a Polaroid. It's a lot harder to uh you know fake that stuff nowadays, so I'm wondering you know are they gonna go back and find all these old high scores or just
2: impossible I mean that's definitely possible It's just crazy that after so long you know the the, the headline says after thirty five years yeah. that they're just now being able to figure out that this stuff, you know, may or may not be false. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy.
3: Yeah, I don't know. The
1: don't... other, the other records that they're pulling from him are they for they're for other games though, aren't they? Some uh, well, of them.
3: Well, yeah. Well, there's all kind of different games they're looking at now. Like uh, this is the one. This is uh, that. This article is actually about his Donkey Kong score. Um, they're <laughs> also going back and looking at. Uh, you know, like the guy before. What was his name? The um, Todd, Todd something. Rogers, or something yeah, like yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going back. That's what I mean. Like, like yeah. they're
1: they're going back through all stuff he's done, and like, I don't know. It doesn't. It seems weird. Like it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, what's the word? It doesn't relate to those games. It just relates to uh, um, whatever the hell the game was. <laughs> the Atari game. I forget now.
3: Oh, uh, which one? The, the uh, Twin Galaxies game. Yeah. Oh well, Twin Galaxies was uh, run uh, there. Actually, you could look up a, a lot of documentaries about Twin Galaxies because they were. I think how it started was Twin Galaxies was actually a uh, an arcade back in the '80s, and that's where they all the top you know record holders would go to the Twin Galaxies arcade and do their yeah. you know epic runs or whatever. <clears throat> but a lot of these, right. uh, a lot of the um you know scores and stuff a lot of the high scores these guys would just submit and they really didn't look too closely into it <laughs> and that's the thing is like you know ba- you're talking like these scores were from like 82 83 there there were no digital cameras yeah. there were no you know even vh you know vcr <laughs> like vhs cameras were weren't uh, you know those were not those were few and far between back then so yeah like really trying to to research this stuff was really they just had to you know like trust what somebody said or like you know they basically yeah they, they get like a, you know a blurry polaroid or something and because even me back in the day i remember it was around 88 or 89 i used to have you know nintendo power uh uh, subscription and I used I actually I remember when I finished uh Narc when I was a kid I took a screenshot wow. with the camera uh, to so I could submit it to Nintendo Power to get my name in Nintendo Power for actually defeating Narc well not- you know you know how a camera is not a digital camera it's a film camera I had to take my mom's camera and take a, pi- a couple of pictures of the screen, and then you gotta wait six months for your mom to take enough pictures to, to fill up the roll. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Then you go Develop turn it the, in, roll, and you're like, just like, oh my god! You have to wait like a day or two to get your pictures back. And you get your pictures back, couldn't see shit. Like you couldn't make out what the <laughs> score was. I was like, oh come on, man. There's no way I could beat that game again and take another picture. So being able to like actually record what you did was, you know, like not an easy task back then. It was I'd make it sound like we were in the fucking stone age or something, but we kinda were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were back then.
2: but it's just crazy how much that technology's advanced yeah but i I, this just this has
3: been in pretty big news this week and i I really wanted to talk about this and get your guys opinion on this
1: despite the uh despite the advancement of all the kind of technologies we we buy all this new stuff, we get all these new PCs and all these new video cards and webcams and all this crap, and then we go back and we play NES games. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I love it. I love it, man. I, I'm never going to stop playing NES games. I mean, especially the one we're going to talk about later, but that's um, just like, that's what I grew up on. Like, man, that's what I know, you know? So <laughs> no, I, sure. I, I'm, I'm, I'm in the midst right now of building a new PC and I'm the, like, you know, the, my, all my emulators, the first thing I'm going to put on it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Cause old That's... games are the best man. They
1: can I, need, be the... Uh, yeah, yeah. I need I need a, uh, I need a GeForce, uh, GTX 1080i. Yeah. I mean, 1080 Ti
3: <laughs> Just... to, uh, to play like Rygar and yeah. Contra. And... <laughs> so Joey, do you want to do this middle, uh, news article here about the world's oldest video game Easter egg?
1: I'm not even familiar with it.
3: <laughs> it's from a game called Starship One. I've never heard of this before in never. my life. Yeah, I've never heard of it. I
1: haven't either. In game trick. Um, yeah, I can read the beginning of it. I, yeah. I'm I'm Wait, is, is this for... Oh, this is in the arcade. This isn't even like... The the, this, the picture of the screen looks like... Uh, Star Trek. I'm looking at my other... It looks like um, Atari 2600.
3: Yeah. It's
1: you know what I mean? Skin. For years, the 19 19- oh see that's funny because then it mentions Adventure right in the first line, which is yeah. a, one of my favorite games. <laughs> uh, for years, the 1978 game Adventure has been credited in pop culture for containing the world's first in-game Easter egg. Not long ago, it was suggested that a game called Video Whizball might actually <laughs> hold that honor, but generally speaking, it was accepted that no game released before 78 contained an Easter egg. Starship One, I I don't recognize this at all. Uh, however, evidence of it. No, right Neither I. Evidence suggests that another game may have beaten both of those titles to the historic punch during an interview with Atari. Oh, see, it is. I wonder if it's uh, Atari engineer Ron Miller, former vice president of game publishing at Microsoft. Uh, Ed fries was surprised to hear Miller mention that he once developed an accessible trick for the 77 arcade title, Starship One. That's the year I was born 77. Yeah, me too. Um, that when found will grant the player ten additional free games. So I mentioned that the graphics look like Atari, and apparently this was developed by an Atari guy. <laughs> yeah. Although it was an
3: arcade game. Well, actually it says here the way you get it, I remember somebody talking about this not too long ago. They just found this not too long ago. You have to do uh the code, you have to do a series, uh a certain sequence of uh like button pushes or something. And it would say, hi, Ron, and give you 10 free games. Who's Ron?
1: Oh, oh, the guy's name is Ron Miller.
3: Yeah, so that's weird. This is the first and only
1: game I ever programmed. I think it was maybe one of the first games on the back door. I didn't tell people about this, even with Atari, for at least 30 years. That's insane. But I had (laughs) some code in there that if you did a certain sequence, it would say, hi, Ron. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I wish the screenshot had the hi, Ron message in it. Yeah. Like, I want to see that screen somewhere. It's not there.
3: It's weird, because the game itself looks like... um, The ship looks like an inverted... Enterprise. Enterprise. It's weird. Yeah. 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 But that's cool, though. That's wild. You know, we talked about this not too long ago, Derek. I don't know who we were talking to about uh, uh, Easter eggs. And, like, I really don't think... <clears throat> We're nowhere near finding all the Easter eggs that have been in these old, old games because honestly, I think the guys that programmed these games probably forgot they even did it.
1: <laughs> yeah. What was the well, Easter it's... egg in Adventure? I love that game. Yeah. I don't know what that was. That was where right? you're the little block and you have to yeah. pick up the key and open up the castle and then the dragon chases
2: you around. But oh, what the hell man. was the Easter egg in that game? I don't know. Wasn't it the one? Um, I think it was mentioned in the Ready Player One book. I think you have to find like a hidden key. And it opens a door that says created by whoever the person was that created the game. And that's how they gave themselves credit huh. for creating the video <laughs> game. Because ba- back then they never said this game was created by... Yeah, right. Just whoever. Atari owned everything. Yeah, but yeah. didn't... Uh, oh, that's cool.
3: Didn't Yars Revenge do something like that too? God, I forgot about
2: that. <sighs> that sounds
3: it, it sounds familiar. It, yeah, it, I've never played the and, game,
2: but I think I know what Easter egg you're talking about. You Did
3: something, and all of a sudden the developer's name would flash on the screen or something like that. That's that's <laughs> cool. Uh, but it's,
2: it's, this, it's always cool finding like video game Easter eggs. You know, I, my personal favorite's the uh, <clears throat> Zelda Link to the Past. I think it's Chris Hulahan's room. Like he won some type of sweepstakes where he had his game, his name. Uh, entered into the game somehow and you find this room with this little box you can go to and it says hi my name is Chris whatever this is my (laughs) secret room don't tell anyone about it (laughs) that's cool (laughs) that's awesome but uh never never thought to find it but I I know that it exists Derek lead us into this next story Uh... (laughs) I knew you weren't going to be a fan of this but we have to talk about (sighs) it This comes to us from GameFragger.com. Nintendo Switch Online paid service set to launch in September 2018. Nintendo Switch's online service will transition into a paid service called Nintendo Switch Online. (laughs) And will be required to play games online. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online will grant Switch owners the ability to play compatible co-op and competitive multiplayer games online by signing into their Nintendo account. Additionally, a dedicated smartphone app connects to your Nintendo Switch system, which in turn helps you connect with friends online. Uh, the service will cost $19.99 for a yearly subscription. Including, included in that price is access to a classic game selection of Nintendo titles like Super Mario Bros. 3 and Balloon Fight, as well as special discounts on select digital games from the Nintendo eShop.
3: You know, Nintendo is the only company that could get away with this. Because I do for months now, I thought, like, even up until this was uh, announced, I, I just knew they were going to launch in February. I thought we were going to get, on February 1st, they were going to come out and be like, hey, Switch Online's available this month. Uh, and I'll be like, alright, let's do this. But no. They wanna wait till September when 2018's almost over with, a year and a half after the launch of the system. Now imagine, just imagine if Playstation Five comes out uh, and and you know, this month. Yeah. Like they re they launch Playstation Five and they're like, Here's our new console, <laughs> the Playstation Five. But eh, Playstation Network's not gonna be available until like, you know, August of twenty
2: nineteen, so
3: Sorry, like really, <laughs> really. there would be riots
2: in the street if that happened.
3: I mean, come yep. <laughs> on, Nintendo! Damn, I'm gonna play it again just to.
2: <laughs>
3: just What's to... the monthly price going to be after it comes out? Did it say? Uh, it's t- 19.99 for a year. For a year, uh, 3.99 for bad. one month, 7.99 for three months.
2: Yeah, 20 for a year is not bad at all. No, not at all. No, it's not it just needs to come out
3: <laughs> and they and they you know they they released this like it was some great thing like we're launching in September I'm like D- you realize it's like 9 months from now really Nintendo come yeah. on man you're not fooling me I hate it <laughs> but yeah
2: but we'll, we'll all be excited when it does finally show up. Well, yeah. maybe, I'll, maybe I'll have a Switch by then. Maybe I'll wait until
1: then to get one so yeah. I can just plug <laughs> it in and go. Well, I
2: mean, come on. It's like, you know, if they go for
3: five years, a console cycle of five years, that's a quarter of your, your console cycle that you don't have an online yeah. service. Right. What yeah. the hell? Like, am I am I wrong? Please tell me I'm wrong. No, I, I
2: don't I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I don't disagree with you at all. And just, I mean, I'm kind of numb to Nintendo disappointing us with stuff like this. So See I'm this just kind of like, yeah, all right, cool. Look, look at this face.
3: That's for you, Nintendo. Right there.
2: <laughs> I'll have I'll have some memes on the Nerd Cave Retro page of that by the end of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking uh, forward to those. <laughs> well, we do, um, we
3: are um, running a little bit behind, so we're going to cut a few of these out, and uh, we'll just do 81 through 86, guys, and we'll go ahead and do This Month in Video Game History. In February of 1981, Konami releases Scramble. Um, that sounds good right now. A nice uh, scrambled egg. That'd be good. Uh, first-size scrolling shooter with forced scrolling and multiple distinct levels. You guys ever heard of Scramble? No, sir. I have not. Up. I do uh-huh. like Scramble Bowls for breakfast. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah, I do not recognize this, what do this? that is. I don't even recognize the like the, the game art or anything. So no. No. Interesting. Somebody out there screaming at us right now. Have you never heard <laughs> of Scramble? It's the best game ever. How remember, dare you? I remember Scrabble. Yeah, but not Scramble.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I don't remember this box art either. Yeah, in February of 1981, Williams Electronics releases Defender. I remember that. I Love Defender. I used to have it for
3: Atari and uh, Commodore 64. I love that game so much.
2: I got
1: I got so spoiled with Atari because my sister was dating this. I'll never forget this because this guy was like my favorite my favorite sibling boyfriend ever, or my favorite sister boyfriend. This guy, John, it was loaded. So he had every Atari game, and when they split up, he gave them all to me. Sweet! I was like, "Whoa, this is the greatest thing ever!" I remember a Combat and Adventure. I had two of each. I don't know why I remember that, but it was awesome. But um, I I remember playing Defender in the arcade. Like, yeah. around the corner from my parents' house, there was a little like candy store, and they had an arcade in the back with. They had Defender and Commando for like four hundred and twelve years. They never got rid of either one of them, and I remember playing Defender all the time. It was so much fun.
2: You ever played Defender, Derek? It's fantastic. Uh, briefly, I, I've dabbled <laughs> in it a little bit.
1: Dabbled defending. in defending?
2: <laughs> no, no. no,
3: just the, the game. Uh, in February of 1986, Namco releases Sky Kid Deluxe, their first game to use a Yamaha YM2151 FM sound chip. That sounds technical. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever that. That sounds heard this fancy. That's fancy. Sky Kid,
1: oh, I, I've
2: this, never heard of this game.
3: This sounds... I've never heard of
1: Deluxe, but when I look at the
3: screenshot, I recognize
1: it. Yeah, I, I recognize too. Sky Kid. I know Sky Kid was a plane game.
3: I think I have whatever, played but... this before. I think you can like flip upside down and do some stuff. It's sort of like... Yeah, you can. Uh,
1: if it's the same thing I'm thinking of, then you can.
3: Yeah, I guess it's sort of like barnstorming or something like that.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, on February 21st, 1986, Nintendo releases The Legend of Zelda designed by Shigeru Miyamoto for the family computer disk system, the first game in the Legend of Zelda series. Never heard Still of my it. favorite one. What? Still my favorite of
3: the series. What's Zelda? Never heard of this.
2: It's, um... It's like Mega Man. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, some, yeah, yeah, it, it's... It's actually a ripoff of Mega Man. No, um, I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah, they just changed all the blue to green. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, what what can you what can you say about this game that hasn't been said? You know, it's the most distinct video game memory I have is playing this game at my aunt's house yeah. uh, after school. You know, I'm you know five or six years old. Uh, it. Introduced me to Nintendo before Mario did, and it's still to this day my favorite gaming franchise of all time. And it all started with this one.
3: Yeah, it's up there for me. It's definitely in my top five of uh, favorite video yeah. games of all time.
2: Yeah,
3: I mean,
1: the, the the original Zelda was the first game I played, where like even my friend's parents were playing it, and I yeah. thought I always thought that was weird. But like <laughs> my buddy Ray, when when this game came out, me and this kid Ray used to be like inseparable all up through high school, and uh his mother used to play it, and she would draw her own maps, like, mm-hmm. before, like, the player's guide came out and any of that stuff, which I actually have. I should have grabbed that. Um But before, like, that stuff came out, she would draw her own maps on that little blue, remember that blue graph paper with the squares mm-hmm. on it? It was mm-hmm. amazing. And, like, she got them all right. And then, like, when the player's guide came out, I would compare, like, her notes to, like, the actual thing. And they were, like, all correct. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I
3: I still, this is still my favorite game in the series, The just the original. I, That's badass. I, I like the original, but I still say that Link to the Past edges it out for me, though. I don't know why. There's just something about Link to the Past that just it like took the what the original Zelda did and then just like cranked it up to eleven. You know? You mm-hmm. a
2: bit? Yeah, it's there are very few games in this series that I actually don't like. I mean, some are obviously better than others, but you know, pretty much every Zelda game I've played I've enjoyed quite a bit, so that's yeah. that's saying something. I haven't played all of them, which is I'm I hate to say that, but
3: <laughs> Dude, wait till you play Breath of the Wild. D- yes. Good lord, man. <laughs> like I've those- I've heard that
1: it's it's much, much, much better on, on Switch than it was on like Wii U. Dude, I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you this,
3: because you're a WoW player too, and I was addicted to WoW for like five years. I still love WoW. Yeah. I don't play it because I just don't have the time to be sucked into it like I used to be. Right. I get right, the same feeling in Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, as I do in WoW. And that's, that's saying something. Like yeah. just that whole world, like the aesthetic, everything about it. just It feels so like it's, WoW it's- to me
1: it's you recommend it for switch then then uh oh yeah Wii U right yeah yeah
3: okay.
1: yeah <laughs> I, man i don't know you you're 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 look, i'm just, just i'm no longer to, teetering towards i'm not look, interested in switch i'm going type on slowly your computer, going to the other side just
3: go on your computer type amazon.com and go up to the search <laughs> bar <laughs> i'm sure they got them in stock but to round this there, out there's
1: actually a <laughs> Surprisingly there's actually a bunch of them in stock at like the Walmart and Target right oh, yeah. by my house. I, I like around, obviously around Christmas there weren't anything but now when I go in there there's
3: always at least three or four. Yeah. Oh, you should have no problem picking one up now anywhere. Um they've definitely
1: yeah. bumped up production. Man, you're you're really trying. <laughs> <laughs> they should,
2: Nintendo should be... Are they paying you or are they sending yeah, you checks? No, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was about to ask that. Like, is Nintendo just like paying you under the table or something? Pay no or attention. Where's, where's my... Where's <laughs> there, like, there's of
1: definitely... Money. There's definitely a little bit of interest. A lot more than there was before uh, when, when it first came out. But yeah. um, I don't know. I got to talk to my girl. We have a wedding to save for and stuff. But oh, yeah. that's not an excuse. I am building the new PC right now, as
3: I said. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, but to round this out for this month in video game history in February of 1986, SNK releases Ikari Warriors, which yes. shares many elements favorites. with Taito's Frontline from 1982, but adds two-player simultaneous play and visuals closer to 1985's Commando. It's SNK's breakthrough game in the U.S. Yeah. I'm going to say that I picked that- up Ikari Warriors a few weeks ago at, the, at the, uh, the flea market, the NES version, and I was like, oh, I remember loving this game as a kid. It doesn't hold up that well. It's... <laughs> Dude, it's so... And you couldn't
1: save until the second one. So the first one, you would get way to the end and die, and you're like, hey, uh, now nah, I start all over, buddy. Uh, what? Like, I must have <laughs> smashed, like, three cartridges when I was a kid
3: because you can't save anything. I'm like, come on. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it just... it. I, I loved that game as a kid, and I haven't played it yeah. in probably at least 30 years. <laughs> Maybe, you know, 28 to 30 years. And going back and playing it a few weeks ago after I got it home, popped it into the uh, the NES. Man, that game is hard to yeah, like. The just the controls suck, and like it. it it does not hold up at all, so I can't recommend Akari Warriors for your Nintendo collection unless you're just... If you've never played a...
1: it, I'd recommend at least giving it a shot.
3: Give it a shot, but I mean, look, it's... you're going to give it about Just remember, it's 2018
1: and the game came out 86. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but Derek, uh, tell us about some books this week before we go into our uh,
2: review for the week. So, for you, the listeners of the Nerd Cave Retro Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, currently, I'm listening to Ready Player One, written by Ernest Cline, narrated by Will, Will Wheaton. Wheaton. Will of Star Trek. Wheaton, Wheaton. <laughs> of Star Trek: The Next Generation fame. A very good book if you're a fan of 1980s pop culture. Definitely check it out. It makes me really excited to see the movie coming out, uh, which I believe is the end of March, right? Like uh, March I think 30th? So,
3: yeah. Um,
2: Something like that. Pretty sure that's right. I know the trailer looks great, and so many people I know have been reading the book to prep for the movie, and they all swear that it's great. Yeah. So far, I'm really liking it. it it's it's kind of a, a long read. I think the audio version's like 15 and a half hours long. So it's gonna take me a bit to finish it, but that's a lot so far, of content really for it. free.
3: That's a lot.
2: It's best four letter word. Free. Yep. Free. <laughs> but they have other books as well. If you're into gaming, they have books from the Halo series, Gears of War, Mass Effect. They have fiction, nonfiction. Warcraft.
1: Warcraft. <laughs> yeah. I have a ton of uh, of wow audio books I got from Audible.
3: Oh, it's
2: awesome. Nice.
3: Nice. Oh, if they do have it, uh, the Warcraft Archives is awesome um i actually read the actual book let me see if they have it um if you're interested in warcraft is that what it's
1: called is it the same as it's not
2: same as chronicles is it
3: um actually let me go grab it real quick and i'll show it to the screen
2: but yeah they have you know pretty much any genre that you can think of and if you're always on the go like i am audible is a great service to have yeah there's the warcraft archive book i've never even heard of that uh, it's got oh four God.
3: stories in it. One called Day of the it's Dragon. Mac, too. Uh Lord of the Oh, Clans. okay. I know what that is. I used yeah. to have
1: the I used to have the actual uh paperbacks. There, there was a trilogy. There was Day of the Dragon and two
3: other things. Mm. Um well this one has stories written by Christy Golden and Chris Metzen in it. And uh the Chris Metzen story is actually okay. about uh which one uh it was about Thrall, about how he got his start, which is a wonderful, fantastic story. Um, let me see if they have it on Audible before we move on. Uh, Warcraft Archives is it? If I would highly recommend that if they have it on audiobook. I do not see it. Um, hmm.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.
3: Sci-fi and fantasy, maybe? No, I don't think they have it. Oh, well. Absolutely.
2: But they've got a lot of other great books. Too. Yeah. Uh,
3: I mean, they, so, do, have, you... they oh. do have Warcraft books. They have Before the Storm by Christy Golden, uh, Illidan, uh, World of Warcraft, uh, Stormrage, uh, War Crimes, which is a good one. Uh, That's a real good one. Yeah, so if you're into Warcraft, pff, shoot. Go go use our uh, use our code and go get yourself a free Warcraft book
2: on Audible. And if you want to do that, go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook and 30-day free trial. And this week we're talking about.
3: Oops, 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 oh, oops, oh, oh. there we go. <laughs> There it is. The game's got some really good music in it. I was very surprised at how good the music was in this game. Uh, See, Rygar is... uh, a video game created by Tecmo in 1986, which I think Tecmo is probably one of the better uh, developers back in the day. Of course, they did Ninja Gaiden, which is my absolute favorite NES game, and Tecmo Bowl. And I, I know you guys played some Tecmo Bowl back in the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. We used, yeah, we used to do Tecmo Super Bowl tournaments in high yes, school <laughs> for yes. money. It was great. Uh, it was originally released in the arcades in Japan as Warrior of Argus. It's a sc- uh, side-scrolling platform game where the player assumes the role as the legendary warrior battling through a hostile landscape. Main feature of gameplay is the use of a weapon called the disc armor, a shield with a long chain attached to it. Uh, it's sort of like using a, a giant yo-yo um, yeah. mm-hmm. as, as a <laughs> uh, as a weapon. Um, That's funny, actually. I, I know this is one of your favorite games, Joey, and and... It's weird yeah. because I've always heard about this game, but as a kid, it kind of passed me by. I didn't really have any friends that had this game, um, and it didn't really like. I like the the cover art of the uh, the 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 you know the cartridge now, but as a kid, it really didn't do much for me. <clears throat> uh, but now going back and and I would have loved to play this game as a kid. I think I would have had a lot more tolerance for it as a kid other than as opposed to being an adult I mean don't get me wrong I I like the game a lot but I'm going to give it a huge ding because of a lack of <clears throat> I think you know what I'm going to say Derek a lack of
2: save feature and <laughs> and no what's the it- other one No, uh,
3: well, what's it called? Uh, The password. Uh, He doesn't even remember. No password feature.
2: No password feature.
3: But but
1: if you die when you hit start, you continue where you left off.
3: Yeah, but I'm talking about. I'm not gonna sit and play this whole game in one city.
1: (laughs) No, I know, but I mean, you're just leaving on pause and go to school and come back the next day, and you know. Yeah, it's but I'm,
3: I'm paying the electric bill now. That doesn't happen. I'm not using dad's <laughs> money anymore. <laughs> you know what? There's an, there's an interesting uh,
1: Rygar tie-in, and uh, I only – I thought about this recently, and it rem- it, it brought back my love for Rygar. But the, the place where Rygar takes, takes place is called Argus. It's, it's Planet Argus, whatever. That's why the name was Warrior of Argus. And now the new planet in WoW is called Argus. Really? I didn't know that. Same spelling, same everything, yeah. So now we've gotten off Azeroth and now we're on Argus. I mean, huh. obviously everything is, all the all the zones are there, but they've just added a zone called Argus recently. And uh, and um, so it, it reminded me when that I first heard of that, I was like, well, that's the same. <laughs> like, are we going to see like a little Rygar yeah. homage or something? I Maybe. haven't seen anything
3: yet, but I think it would be awesome if we did. Well, the cool thing about this game, you know, the, the graphics aren't spectacular, but they work for what the game is. Um, yep. And uh, the coolest thing about this game is for an early Nintendo game, it you can see that the roots of like, you know, Castlevania started with this game because it reminds me a lot of Castlevania. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you go through and you get like Even all sorts the, of. The weapons almost like super yeah. similar. Yeah, and yeah. you go through and you get you have to get like certain items to p- be able to progress through the game. Like you have to get like a grappling hook. Uh, you have to get a um a crossbow. Uh, what's the other one? Um, uh, where you hook onto a rope and you like swing across. Oh, the the pulley. Yeah, the pulley system. Uh, and you have to go through like. A lot of times, I would get to certain parts, like you <clears throat> go into a cave, and there's like this old man sitting in the cave, and he's like, "You can't go any further unless you get, you know, the grappling hook." And I'm like, "Well, it would help yeah. if you would tell me where the grappling hook is." Yeah. You know,
2: I was thinking the exact same thing when I was playing it earlier today. It's like, you can't go anywhere until you have the grappling hook. Um, what? Yeah. Like- where, where is said grappling hook?
1: I remember. I remember like when it came out playing it and like just remembering where stuff is and now i have to like pause it and then go uh, like i have to tell my twitch viewers like hold on give me a second i need to go to google real quick <laughs> to find out where the hell i'm supposed to be going and then you got to go back like three levels yeah and find some other door that i don't even remember existed it's i still love that game though and in fact i streamed it for i don't know 30 40 minutes before we went live and uh the music is such that's like my almost my favorite part of the game
3: yeah mm-hmm. Well, Tecmo always had great music with their games, especially like, uh, you know, with Ninja Gaiden, to me, Ninja Gaiden is the best NES soundtrack of, of all time. Like every level has a different theme and each theme really fits that level and it just gets stuck in your head. And it's like, it's really like pulse pounding type of, you know, chip tunes, but, um, Uh, You know, I really had a lot of fun playing this game, but like I said, it is a really long game. Like, I don't even know how far from the end I even was, you know, like I I tried to do uh, (laughs) last night. Actually, I got on YouTube and was looking at sort of like a playthrough, Um, even like the speed runners. It takes you (laughs) over an hour just a speed yeah. run this game, like an hour and I think like the fastest one was like I saw it was like an hour and four minutes or something like that. I'm like if that takes you that long to speed run, that's not yeah. a speed run. <laughs> you know? no. That's just a run. That's that's a run, you know. But it's I, crazy. I, I I remember as a kid
1: not liking that because I remember not knowing where you know I don't know how far in I am. I don't know how far away from the end I am. And I and I hated the ending because you go through all this. Like you said, it's super long. There's a million different levels. Sometimes you have to go back yeah. levels to find other hidden doors you couldn't find before. Yeah. Same thing with, like, when you get the grappling hook, you have to go all the way back to the beginning level
3: wow.
1: to, to to climb up a tree you couldn't climb up before because you didn't have the grappling hook.
3: So, like, stuff like that. And then,
1: I don't know, whatever. This isn't a spoiler. The game came out in, like, 1988 or yeah. whatever the hell. Well, that's but, the thing. Um, it
3: falls into the same traps as Blaster Master did. Like you got to do all this backtracking and try to remember yeah. where you've been, and <laughs> you know it's so ambitious for the time because you you know you've got games surrounding that, that are like you know Super Mario Brothers had just come out, you know which is pretty simple. You know you got Duck yeah. Hunt and like. also no save feature by the way yeah no save feature but but you can finish (laughs) super mario brothers in one sitting in one yeah absolutely (laughs) but you know you've got like you know it was kind of like these are the the earliest um games with like that kind of ambition behind them you know that like like as far as like you know legend of zelda and those type of games yeah they were You know, at least Zelda had a save feature to it, but you've got these games that are like, you know, Blaster Master and Rygar, these really, really long games with not even a password feature to it. Like, come on, guys. (laughs) What? Like, did you forget? Like, what the hell were you
2: thinking?
1: Why did some games have it and some didn't? That was a a big argument in my head all the time. It
2: just makes no sense. Something I noticed. Something I noticed whenever I was playing this game, uh, with this and games like Zelda, do you think that kind of laid the groundwork for like the open world type games like Skyrim, where it's a little bit yeah. more? Because something I noticed with Rygar is it was more free flowing than I thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The
1: fact that you can go back and forth to other levels and stuff is mm-hmm. like, is almost exactly what you're talking about. I, I like that a lot. I always thought that was cool. I, can't, I, I like didn't like like Mario for example I couldn't go back like up the pipe to outside yeah. the original you know the beginning of 1 1 because I already passed all that that always bothered me for some reason I don't know why I don't know what I thought I was gonna do I got what I thought I was gonna go back and do but I couldn't go back there but Ryger I can go wherever I wanted completely open world and even even if I was doing, a, you know, a two-hour run, if I wanted to play it for eight hours, I just didn't progress. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I would just stand there and keep killing
3: stuff. Yeah. And, and
1: uh, you know, if I wanted it to be that long, I could make it that long.
3: And I was going to actually bring it up tonight about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, about why Rygar never had, you know, like a franchise. But then you sent me uh, something today, Joey. Uh, they actually did a Rygar 2 for the PlayStation 2. Called yeah, the it w- legendary adventure.
1: It was it was um, almost like not necessarily a remake, but it was uh, an update. I would say maybe of the the original. There was a lot of stuff added to it where, to me, it felt like a different game. And it was it was three D also because it was four hundred years later when yeah. you know the PS two had a lot more power <laughs> than the NES, obviously. But um, I think it was 2004 four or five came out in
3: November of 2002. Yeah,
1: 2002, right, right, right. Um actually yeah, and then it came out on the Wii in 2008, which I never knew that.
3: Yeah, I didn't know that either. Didn't. Yeah. But yeah, this this definitely seems like the kind of game that could have gone further especially like on the the nintendo god of and war even on to the super nintendo yeah like it, it complete. that's exactly what it reminds me of is like the the yeah like this is the the inspiration for the god of war series
1: yeah i i i thought that the first time i played god i i love god of war um i've beaten one two i never beat three um i'm four i guess was supposed to come out four thousand years ago too i don't know what happened but anyway but this uh, has always reminded me of that. The first time I played God of War, I thought, "Wow, this is like an updated, like modern, current version of Rygar. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I love them both. I, I I'll always love Rygar. I'm trying to find, um, trying to find a poster like the the small ones that the NES games used to come with. Yeah. Um, of from Rygar, and I can't find it anywhere. I can't even find like anyone like doing reprints or anything like that. I
3: miss when they used to do stuff like that. I remember getting posters in the the you know the game carts. Uh like yep. I had posters, mm-hmm. like I had like a Star Tropics poster. Um <laughs> I remember the big uh now you're playing with power poster that had oh, yeah, you yeah. know, all yeah. the games on it. I used to it used to have that stuck right on the wall, man. Yep. Yeah. Oh man, I gotta find that poster, like at least a reprint of it. I would love to have that like right up on the wall behind me. Now you're playing with power.
1: I remember playing uh, the PS2 version of Rygar, or the, the sequel or whatever, and I got stuck at one point, and it wasn't me, it was like I looked it up and there was some kind of glitch in the game or whatever, where if you do a certain thing early on, which I didn't know about until the to- until I got there, like it would screw up some other part of the game where you just couldn't do it. It, it was some kind of weird programming glitch or something huh. that uh, I had heard about. I don't even remember what it was. I could see the picture of the screen in my head, but... I could never get past that, so I just gave up. I didn't want to start all over, and uh, I haven't played it since, which was a very very
3: long time ago. Uh, It says also for the uh, original Rygar, there was a bug in the PAL version. Uh, The PAL version of the NES game reportedly contained a computer error, which inadvertently increased substantially the difficulty of the final portions of the game, particularly in beating the final boss. PAL version limited the player's tone and last last stats to 1,023 points instead of 4,095, which meant that there was less maximum life and noticeably less damage to enemies. That sucks.
1: That's pretty
2: awful. (laughs) (laughs) Did, uh... did,
1: did, Did either one of you guys beat it? (laughs) No, nope. <laughs> I don't no. even know how far right. away from the I'm end go- I was. Oh, that's right. you said, that. I'm going to spoil the ending for you because when I was a kid, it pissed me off. <laughs> all of the, like we said, all of the effort you had to go through and how long it was and, you know, going back through levels for to do other stuff that you couldn't do originally and all that stuff. And then, like, you get to the boss and you beat him and, like, a window opens and there's a bird and it says, Congratulations. What? exactly really? the first time I saw that I said are you insane I think it's like congratulations and then if you wait like there's a, a scroll that says like you you have brought peace to the land or something like that but it's just like one quick little sentence no I don't I don't remember um, if there's long credits or anything like that after that but I don't believe there was I just remember this little window and this stupid bird that I wish I could punch <laughs> I used to shoot it with the light gun when like when I would play it at home I would take the light gun and try to shoot the bird <laughs> But um, <laughs> yeah, I remember being so disappointed in that. I mean, luckily now I could beat it in you know whatever a yeah. half hour just doing using cheat codes and emulator stuff.
3: But there were actually very few games that I could actually beat as a kid without some sort of uh, oh yeah you know I never play I never got the um the Game Genie or anything like that <laughs> mm-hmm. and oh, you know thanks. the only codes that I knew for stuff was stuff that I got out of like Nintendo Power. Like, you yeah. know, uh, mm-hmm. what was the some of code. yeah, I can't, I can't remember some of the stuff I used to do. Uh, I, like I would get codes out of Nintendo power to give you like, you know, 10 extra lives or something like that. Um, yeah. I think like even final fight for the super Nintendo, like I got, they showed you how to get to the, the menu screen to be able to change the difficulty and like boost up your, you know, your, your, uh, extra lives and all that kind of stuff. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. There, um, I can't think that was you, my
1: favorite Super NES game.
3: Yeah, I think you got to press. It's something weird. You can look it up. It's like you got to press up. And the yeah, 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 yeah. Now something. I'm excited. And uh, you can yeah, actually play the up, soundtrack. It's
1: it's really cool. Um, That's cool. I love that game so much that when I had my last, when I had my retirement, like my last wrestling match where I, where I was retiring because of my neck injuries or whatever, uh, I actually begged the promoter to name the show Final Fight, and he did. Wow. You probably can't see it. The poster's behind <laughs> me, though. And I just took the graphic right off the box, and, yeah. and I was like, this is my last match, so it kind of fits. And I'm like, can you can you use this name? Because I love this game, and it's it kind of fits the thing. He's like, yeah, sure. And uh, so we called it Final Fight. I, I
3: stole the graphic right off the game box and everything. It's really <laughs> that's cool. That's awesome. I, that's awesome. That's one of my top favorite Super Nintendo games. Even to this day, I still love playing that game. Yeah, me too. But, I mean, to go back to Rygar... You know, uh, I had, ai have, I've been having fun playing it, but like I said, you know, if you're gonna play it, I would recommend emulating it. That way, you can at least have a save feature because, <clears throat> get, I, you know, <laughs> I recommend getting it for your collection because it is kind of one of those cult classic, you know, Nintendo games, and the box art's nice. Um, you know, it, it's good to have for your collection, but it's not something you're gonna play often. Uh, But I think if you were to kind of emulate it, you probably would play it more often having a save feature. So uh, as far as the original Nintendo version of it out of 10, I would probably give it a six and a half just for the sheer fact that there's no way to save it. (laughs) And that sucks. It's awful. It, It breaks the game for me. It, it, if, there's a if you don't have a save feature, well I'll I'll give it a seven. It gets a nice C minus. If it would have had a save feature, it would probably be up to like a B plus, probably.
1: I uh I I like the arcade graphics better than I liked the Nintendo graphics, but of course, you know, they were more powerful. But I would give this game an eight. I think the no wow. no save feature loses one point and uh just the length and not knowing where the hell you're going, or and like not knowing level. There's not even like I said levels before, but I don't know how else to describe it. But there's no, there's no like level one or level two or whatever. Yeah. Just that this is the world and go screw around and figure it out you're on your own.
3: See, and that's so another that thing kind they of, like, could have uh, like. They should have. I, I,
1: I like the I, I like the open world, open endedness of it, but not to that extent. <laughs> They could have but give at me least, a clue somewhere. you know, they could have at least yeah, they just kind of throw like, you right in,
3: you know, like a map feature or something that you could access by hitting like the select button or something to at least that see cool. kind of where you are in the world. Yeah, because it is like looking yeah, at uh, you know, it's this vast, um, huge, open world, and like you just kind of, and you're always backtracking and doing stuff, so it's really hard to remember where the hell you're at. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I. <sighs> It's really tough for me to give this a grade because I've just had such brief experience with it. I'd have to play it a little bit more, but I will say it's it's not what I expected with the open world feel to it. I thought it was just going to be a traditional side scroller, but I will say so far, I am liking it i mean the the lack of save feature kind of sucks, but that's why I have an emulator
1: yeah, at least yeah, at least you're you're playing the emulated version.
3: Yeah, uh, and from what I, I do heard, look forward to playing it more. From what I heard, I was uh, on one of the videos I was watching last night that the actual arcade version is is quite different because it's just a straight side scroller, um, while the NES version is more of a platformer. Um, and I've Cor- never yeah that's correct yeah I've never played uh, the arcade version at all. I didn't even know there was an arcade version. The only version I knew of was the Nintendo version. You can get an emulated version of that and try it. Well, you can get that on the virtual console. So the the actual arcade. Oh, version. Oh, the
1: arcade version. That's mm-hmm.
3: cool. Yeah, it's
1: interesting that that. Wait, they have the NES version as well or no?
3: I don't think so. They don't. They have the arcade version. They don't have the NES version. They might have changed it by now. Because uh, what yeah. I was looking up said it was said something like as of 2011 or something. The only one they had was the the arcade that's version. Inter-
2: that's interesting. Yeah. Could play it on the Switch in September.
3: Yeah. A uh, whole uh, uh, eight <laughs> months from now. Assholes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man.
3: So, uh, Good stuff. Do you think I'm being too rough on it? Uh, Joey, do you think I'm being a little yes. too harsh? <laughs> yes. Because don't, don't get me wrong, <laughs> But it's a fun game. But you game. didn't play it back then, you said, though, right? You didn't yeah. play it as a kid. No, I never did. I had, okay, so, I had no nostalgia for this game whatsoever. I'm just coming yeah, at it Yeah, so fresh. that's, I, I completely understand that. See, and that's why I'm, I kind of went a little bit easier on Strider uh, the week before last, too. Like, that's another game that... You know, has I never got it's, into it's, that. It's very. I had
1: the game. Just never. It's a
3: lot like Rygar. There's a lot of you know platforming. There's a lot of backtracking, and then having to go back. You know, because there's different um, levels within the levels that you can't access without getting you know a key from this other you know uh, other part of the world. <laughs> then you yep. got to go back, and then you know there all there is is a there's no save system. There's just a password system. But at least it had that you know, and, and it's not yeah. that it's, it's not that I would take a password system. If, if you're not going to give me a save system, at least give me a password system. If you don't give me a password system, then what the hell were you thinking? Especially if you're going to make a game that, you know, <laughs> if you were to play this straight through and knew where you were going and know, knew what you were doing, <clears throat> this game would still probably take three, four, five hours, probably. <laughs> And that's yep. a large chunk of time to sit and play in one game,
1: Well, yeah. I, I used to leave my n e s on pause when I went to school, oh, and me then too. when I came back, I would resume. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> I'm sure my dad loved me when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't
1: tell my parents that my my yeah. Nintendo was in my bedroom. I didn't tell them I did that. I would just I would turn it off. I would turn off the t- I would pause it, turn off the TV and I would put something in front of the thing yes, so you so couldn't you see would. the yeah. little red light was on. I was going to
3: say that. I would like put put like a game cartridge in front of it or something so you couldn't see the red yeah, light. Yeah, just a box
2: or something. <laughs> <laughs> and they were none the wiser. No. I know <laughs>
1: when, when I got the uh when I got the NES Classic, um, that was the first game that I put on it when I hacked it was Ragar.
3: Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm trying not to be harsh on it, but at the same time, I am coming at it with a 2018 aesthetic. You know, I, I think I would have been a lot uh, easier on it if I had played it as a kid. But like I said, I this one really passed me by as a kid. I didn't know anyone that played it, and I never even saw this game like in person until I got it a few weeks ago. So I, you know, I've been playing it for a few weeks now. I don't even know if I'll ever finish this game I'm, unless I get like an emulated version uh, or unless they come out with it for uh, Switch Online, which that would be totally fine with me. If they do that, hell yeah, I'll play it all day, all night. Give me a freaking save feature. With no, I was going to say with no save feature. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, could, I like I it. I could
1: see them listening to this and having a save feature for everyone except for you. Yeah. <laughs> this, you don't get a save this feature. This is what you get.
3: <laughs> That'd be my luck. It'll, or my save feature will be broken. <laughs> uh, the code is broken or something. <laughs> oh, man. Past, but uh, it would be
2: good publicity for the show. That's is yeah, no save.
3: <laughs> so what about you, Derek? Uh, what'd you say you're going to be doing next week again?
2: Uh, next week, I am going to be reviewing uh, Donkey Kong for the Game Boy, and it's actually okay. um, it's played in the same style as the original arcade game, but there's a bit of an extension to it. It's actually quite a bit of a longer game than the arcade version, so okay. I recently rediscovered it on the uh, 3DS uh, eShop and been playing that the last couple of days, so that's what I'll be reviewing next week.
3: Awesome. And then uh, after that, don't forget, everybody, we're taking a two week hiatus because of my Disney vacation. And then after that, uh, the weekend of February 24th and 25th, Derek and I will both be at Pensacon. So come out, say hi, and uh, we'll be at uh, the survey panel on Sunday at mm-hmm. five o'clock at the Grand Hotel. Uh, Derek, did you ever find out which ballroom we're in or do I need to look that up real quick? Cause I should probably, uh, it's
2: not up. actually, I don't think it's actually listed. Oh, it's it not? just says okay. the grand ballroom. Okay. Uh, cause I, I I'm going to be on current geek
3: again this Friday and, uh, I want to have all that info before I go on the show so I can tell everybody where to come see us. You can watch the movie and you can talk to all of us. It's going to be a cast panel at the Grand Hotel at Pensacon, February 25th. Uh, If you're going to be at Pensacon, let us know. Uh, Maybe we can meet up, uh, say hi, and uh, I'm definitely going to be looking for retro games while I'm there because I know there's uh, always a a couple of vendors there every year selling retro Mm -hmm. games. And Actually, that's where I got Castlevania last night. I think you talked me into it, Derek, if I remember correctly. I did. Yeah.
2: (laughs) You you were on the fence, but I was like, it's right there. You got I'm.
3: I'm glad you did too, because I think other than uh, Ninja Gaiden, Castlevania is the only other game I play like all the time.
1: That's one of the best games for original oh, NES.
3: It is. It's one of my yeah, highest recommendations. And I still can't get uh, Castlevania Three. I've been having uh, looking for it for on uh, Castle on Castlevania on eBay the past couple of months, <laughs> and uh, uh, I can't ever get my hands on one. And I lost uh, a bid for um, Zombies Ate My Neighbors last week, too. Somebody came and sniped me at the last second. Bastards. Right. (laughs) So, I may just go straight out and and just buy one at the Play and Talk, because that's one of the games I really want, is Zombies Ate My Neighbors for the Super Nintendo.
2: That's a fun one.
3: That's one of the best Super Nintendo games. Yeah. So uh Joey, before we go, tell everybody where they can find your stuff, where they can find you, and uh, uh go buy a t shirt.
1: Check me out at uh twitter.com slash Joey Image, Facebook, uh, Facebook.com slash real Joey Image, and please buy a shirt. Pro wrestling tees.com slash Joey Image. There's nine, I think there's nine designs now. Uh they're 20 bucks each. So you can skip Starbucks for one day and buy a shirt instead and know that the money will be going to my wedding. So it's for a good cause and my medical bills too, but the wedding is more important.
3: Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, I'm going to put that in the show notes too. So go get yourself a pro wrestling Joey image t-shirt and uh, help a brother yes, out. Please. So Derek, yes. what you got coming up this next week uh, over at the Derek diamond experience.
2: So this week, I'll be, you'll be hearing my interview with Pensacon guest and star of Warehouse 13, Mr. Eddie Ooh. McClintock. Uh, and then the following week, I'll be doing a roundtable interview slash discussion with the staff of Pensacon itself. So you'll be getting to hear kind of the behind-the-scenes work of what goes on into putting a convention together. So uh, Eddie McClintock will be this Thursday. The following Thursday will be... Pensacon staff. So, a couple of good episodes coming out over the next few weeks.
3: Fantastic. Over at,
2: uh, you can follow the show uh, on Twitter at D Diamond Podcast, also on Instagram and Facebook at that same address, D Diamond Podcast. Uh,
3: as far as the pop culture palette goes, we just released a new episode this last weekend. Uh, we talked about, what did we talk about? Uh, oh, yeah, we talked about is um, this current climate of, uh, <laughs> oversensitivity, is it killing comedy? And uh, it was kind of a <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> large discussion we had over there. If, you, if you're if you interested in listening to that, you can find us on at PCP show on Twitter. At, uh, you can go to the website, uh, pcradio.com radio.com. Go check us out. As far as the, uh, the Nerd Cave Retro goes, please go head over to iTunes, leave us a review or wherever you download the show at. Uh, I want to say one more time, thank you, Joey, for coming on the show. You're welcome here anytime, sir. Let me know. Thank Absolutely. you, sir. Thank you. This has
1: been great. Me, I, I
3: love talking retro games with you guys. You know that. Let me know what games you want to talk about. I got the I got the whole list there on the, uh, the Google Doc. So let me know what you want to talk about. Excellent. But uh, let me go ahead and play our music here if I can find it. Oh, that's not it. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong music. Uh, one of these days, I'll figure it out. <laughs> if you would like to Here email us, uh, you can email us at pop, uh, not pop culture palette, damn it, <laughs> at nerdcaveretro at gmail.com. You can find us over at uh, nerdcaveretro.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter at nerdcaveretro, at jfantastic at derek underscore diamond, and at joey image. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash nerdcaveretro. So, Derek, tell them what it's all about.
2: May the way of the hero lead to the Triforce.
0: You've been listening to a Nerd Cave Network production. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands.